Big Fluff. This time I've got the money. I don't have it with me. Tell Job. Even I get bored at sometimes. Do you think I had a choice? Over my dead body. Yes, I bet you have. Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. Hey, what up, yo? It's Michael K. Williams, a.k.a. Omar from the HBO series The Wire. And right now you're listening to Hobo Radio. Keep it locked right here, you did. Away, put your weapons. They mean you no harm. Hobo Radio, you are listening to with George Murphy and Lars. Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And with me, a man who can remove sticky residue from surfaces. <laughs> Big vinegar. <laughs> Lars Periwinkle. I'll put it there, too. <laughs> oh, man. Hey. Hi, Joel. Hey. I. Hey. I got some bad news for you up front. Oh, I, no. I just figured we should get it out of the way, so I don't Please. want it to loom over the show. Okay. You have not been named people's sexiest man alive. Again, I am snubbed. Yeah. I'm really sorry. <sighs> well, you know, I recently moved, so I thought my letter was lost in the mail. Yeah. <sighs> All right. All right. Well, maybe one of these years they'll get it right. Yeah, I think the key, what we learned this year, is all you have to do is if you start dating Chrissy Teigen. Okay. Was was it John Legend? John Legend is the sexiest man alive. You know, if you got to lose to someone, I'm glad it was that guy. I just wondered, though, do you think like Idris Elba, like when he wakes up today, there are women like, this guy. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> They just seem out there like I don't. Yesterday, I don't know. There was something about him. It's just it's not there anymore. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, all half dozen or so of them that wake up in his bed with him are like, eh, they're like, I guess I'm, kinda, I'm over it. I'm gonna probably stay, but like, this <laughs> is not quite the same. Yeah. I don't mind. You know, it was, I'm getting. I was getting tired of losing to those Canadians and Australians. That was really getting my goat. You know, freaking Jesus. You know what's interesting is I found out like apparently you have to accept the honor. Like you can you can decline it. I think that's good. I think that's yeah. good because I I would I would almost understand. Um, not wanting that because it's it seems fucking embarrassing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, they put your your goofy face on the cover of the magazine. I don't know. Well, cause, and the reason that I learned this was uh, because of a discussion Molly and I were having uh, about whether or not Ryan Reynolds 
Uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, for sure. Ryan Gosling yeah. uh, had ever been named the sexiest man alive. He is not because he did decline it. Okay, fair enough. Good, yeah. good for him. So he, good for him, I guess. That no, that's what it is. Yeah. I have declined every year. That, see, that's um, what I'm saying. You get you got that as an out now. <laughs> Just tell them well, they came to me. They really wanted me to have it, but I was, I'm glad they they aren't like you know they shouldn't say to anyone, hey, you're you're uh, you're our sexiest person on earth this year, and they go, oh, I I don't want to be that, and they're like, ah. You're sexy. You're going on the cover. <laughs> Although it's kind of funny if they're like, just like, you know what? You declining it, it makes you even sexier. So I don't. It's like quite a yeah. Good now you you're you're double sexy. Now <laughs> you don't even want to be sexy. I just love the idea that like you could be the sexiest person for a year and then it it stops. <laughs> it's not you anymore. Like, shouldn't it just be the same? Like, you know, Idris Elba should have to be dethroned. Like something should have to happen to like. It's um yeah, and people have won. Dudes have won like multiple times, but it is um, it is disconcerting to think that someone like once they've named the sexiest person and and that person has you know decided to accept them themselves as the sexiest person, they then call up the yeah. current one and say, "You're not sexy anymore." Well, it's it's Ric Flair slash Becky Lynch rules, you know, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Right. <laughs> so you have yeah. to have some kind of sexy off where like you have to out sexy him. But like, yeah, if you see I feel like if now. So now with John Legend, like if you see him in public, you should be able to like challenge him to feats of sexiness. Which would be what exactly? I don't know. Opening a jar without a shirt on. That's just off the top of my head. But I feel like that's a good starter. I guess that's kind of sexy, but the jar is stuck. Yeah, yeah, you got to slap it a little bit. Oh, boy. You got to hit it on the bottom a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of sexy, I guess. <clears throat> no, I, I, um, God, that, that's really bugging me now. Because you think about, you know, especially in these days of, of men being accountable for their scummy actions it is good it'd be good to see someone who's on the list one year and never on the list ever again but someone like like how do you tell idris elba you're you're not the sexiest anymore i wouldn't be comfortable doing that no in any way shape or form there should also be something i don't know what it would be like what the equivalent of a you know championship belt but like there should be something that has to be like taken away from him and given <laughs> to john legend yeah yeah almost <laughs> or just say you know what an um from now on, everyone's playing for second place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Until we hear something about this guy or he's dead, he will be the sexiest man alive. But yeah, I'm sorry, Idris. Like, you know, turn in your fireman costume. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm completely distracted. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a way to, to start. But by the way, uh, side note, I learned all of this because the funniest thing in the world has been uh, Chrissy Teigen's just like response to... Like her initial was retweeting the tweet with him being named it with just ha 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 ha. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then the the <clears throat> one that really got me too is she also wrote the sexiest man alive just made me a ham sandwich. That's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. What a delight. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I also like I also like picturing Chrissy Teigen just sitting there eating a ham sandwich, well, like right. a dry ham sandwich <laughs> on Wonder Bread. <laughs> I'm sorry. The full quote, by the way, was "Oh, for fuck's sake!" and then a bunch of ha 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 afterwards. <laughs> just not giving him an inch. Just no, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because hey, uh, hey, Mister Sexiest Man Alive, you you stunk up the bathroom again and didn't light a candle. <laughs> <laughs> or just like anytime, yeah, anytime he does anything like embarrassing or just looks rough uh-huh. or is hungover, just like, oh, there he is, the sexiest man alive. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, sexiest man alive, why don't you get those cold ass fucking feet away from me while I'm trying to sleep? <laughs> yeah, the oh, other one I too. Because, yeah, John. That last forever. Those jokes are good for Miles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, th- this one too is great where John Legend, his first like tweet about it is he has a very like nerdy photo of him in glasses from 1995. Uh, side by side with a photo of Idris Elba, like current photo of Idris Elba. And he said, 1995 John would be very perplexed to be following 2018 Idris Elba as Sexiest Man Alive. Hell, 2019 John is about as equally perplexed, but thank you people for finding me sexy. I'll take it. And then Chrissy Teigen requoted and wrote, yeah, but let's see an Idris Elba pick from 1995. And then in parentheses, probably still very hot. She ain't wrong. She can't be wrong. Good Lord. What a fantastic woman she is. Well, and also, she isn't wrong because if you look at that thread, there were people for sure found photos of Indra Selba from 1995. And if you want to know what he looks like, it's exactly how he looks now. <sighs> well, that was... That was. I'm sorry. I, I just swooned. You really did. Like That was a legit swoon. Look, sexy dads, what do you want from me? I'm only human. Everything's fluid. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Uh, Well, that was longer than I thought we were going to talk about that, but that was good stuff. That was good. But we're going to cool it down a little bit. (laughs) You're going to have to. We're going to get a little bit more family friendly because we got to talk about this Disney Plus launch. Okay, let's talk a little about the Disney Plus launch. I got to warn you. I don't have much to say other than it's pretty fucking cool. It's great because I'll, I'll start by saying this: that it seems like their business model, based on the you know the time that I've spent on it, is what if we copied everything that Netflix does, but the movies that we have are ours, <laughs> which yeah. is really fucking smart. Like it has profiles, just like the Netflix one does. You get to make the little images for your profiles. I'm Spider Man. And Molly is Belle from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> you see, there's a couple right there. Right? Yeah. I'd watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, he's a nerd. She loves books. Like, yeah, it works. Well, they would get, get, they would get on like, like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, got the profiles. It has all, I mean, they own everything. That's what we've talked about before. Like, it's a fucking, yeah. it's cheaper than Netflix. And it's great. Yeah, I think it has like better content per capita but yeah, than, I, than anything else. I like the way that it's organized. I really like the, the you can do the chronologically like organization that they do. They call it like through the years or something, but it, it's especially helpful for like the Star Wars one, you know, because it starts with A New Hope and it like everything is kind of put there. Uh, it helped me too, like when I was looking through the Marvel stuff, because some of those like animated Marvel shows, I couldn't tell which ones were the new ones and which, because there's like 50 Spider Man's. But, like, yes. if you can see them chronologically, you can figure out, do I want to watch in, uh, the 90s Spider-Man or do I want to watch the new Spider-Man or do I want to watch the yeah, old one know, where they point at each other? 
Yeah. Oh my god. Um, that was. I, I was so singularly focused on just a few things because you know that Marvel's on there, Star Wars is on there. You have like uh, new live action Star Wars that I just witnessed in my home for the first time, which is insane. Can I tell you, embarrassingly, um, I have uh-huh. not watched that yet. What? What were you doing? I started to watch it and then I didn't finish it, but it was good what I watched. How did you? St- okay. Well, that's well, what, okay. We're gonna get I've, into this because this is a question that I have for you. Is okay. what is the first thing that you watched? The Mandalorian. Okay, so that was it. You were just right out of the gate. Yeah. Well, you know what to tell you, you know what to tell you the truth. When I first when I first got it, I thought that was that was too easy. Mm-hmm. There's gonna I'm gonna go to play one of these fucking things, and it's gonna be oh no we need you need to confirm this on your email or some shit or just some extra step that I'm not gonna be prepared for. So I watched like the first like the opening sequence of Age of Ultron because I only saw that once in the theater. Oh, okay, yeah, I rewatched that at some point a while ago, and it, it's okay. It's okay. It, everything it sets up the rest. Of the MCU, like nothing, yeah. nothing works without that story. Basically, all the characters, all the content, all the like, so many consequences come from that storyline. I can't even pinpoint why I don't like it or like why it doesn't work. It just doesn't quite work. Even I like James Spader, like I like the choices that he's yeah. making. Yeah. It's all fine. I think it's just fine. I think after the first Avengers, which was so much fun to just mm-hmm. exist, it just it feels perfunctory. I think. Fair enough. But Fair yeah. enough. What I forgot about, though, was um, was Disney's acquisition of Fox and everything Fox owns. So I wasn't expecting the entire Simpson library, for yeah, instance. I, will, I don't know if this makes it better or worse in your mind, but while I have not watched The Mandalorian in full yet, I did watch the Cape Fear episode of The Simpsons. You watched Cape Fear? <laughs> I mean, if I had to... If I, Jesus Christ. Uh, but no, oh, I, I would have won that bet. Uh, but no, the first thing I watched was actually I watched the animated short uh, Bow, which I had never seen because I don't know what movie that was attached to. But I knew that it like didn't it win? Was that the one with the dumpling? It was the one with the dumpling. I saw that. What movie was that? Because I went to see that movie and happened to, or maybe I saw it in the animated shorts. I don't remember how I saw that. But I saw it that in the been, theater. I didn't see Incredibles two in the theater, so it could have been attached to that. Maybe that's what it was. Uh, I did see Incredibles two, but I know. I, so I, I watched that because I wanted to watch something quick first to just you know wet my beak. Uh, oh my god! But uh, no, I watched but that. Really, oh. The what really did it for me was they have the entirety of the '90s X Men cartoon, and I yeah. wasn't expecting that. I. I had forgotten Elvik's existence, I think, for the past couple of years. You know what's really funny and is... so I was super excited. I've watched like five episodes of that. <laughs> but yeah, in my quest to not watch The Mandalorian before this podcast, uh, uh-huh. I considered watching an episode of X-Men, but you know why I didn't? Because I remembered, yeah. and so I'm curious because you just said you watched it. I remember that the first, and I think it's two episodes, are like the Let's Introduce Jubilee like yes. pilot and i was like yes. i don't have the energy to watch the jubilee centric yeah no start on start on 3 it, that was when they introduced magneto to yeah. start there the first two are bleh. yeah no that's legit why i didn't and so then instead i ended up watching an episode of darkwing duck oh right on yeah they have darkwing duck on there he in the first episode i thought that disney plus was supposed to be family friendly but he definitely says it's time to toss the salad so oh <laughs> 
maybe that's what did it. That's that's what did it for all millennials. Yeah, yeah. we watched that first episode of Darkwing. You Duck. know, they say you. They always talk about the influence TV has on, but yeah, you you want to uh-huh. trace like all this eating ass craze. I think <laughs> I think it starts with old DW. Yep. Now we just need to trace back what started us down a path to find Waluigi so fucking sexy. I mean, that's just oh, that's just so his mustache. Waluigi, his mustache and genetics. Wow! <laughs> I love that someone has pointed out Waluigi is fascinating because he's a copy of a copy. Like he's, yeah. <laughs> I think that's why. Like he's just yeah. Oh, no, nothing about Waluigi makes sense in any shape or form. It's it's a like he's Wario because he's Mario, but he's like evil, so he's like war. But it's like Wario, and he's like Luigi, but evil, so he's Wa Luigi. Yeah, it makes no sense. Wah! <laughs> and his catchphrase is wah. It makes me really happy. No, it's good stuff. Uh, I, uh, I wonder if he eats ass. I'm, he probably. Why that stash got so crooked. <laughs> you know Mario doesn't. No, hell no. Yeah. No. He's, uh, Mario's very conservative in the sack, I think. You oh. know, like, he'll he'll take care of you, but we're not doing anything outside the lines here. Come on. Yeah, I watch The Sopranos. You know, those old school Italians can be very conservative. You know? Yeah, yeah. You want me to do what? No. <laughs> you only do that to me. <laughs> uh, okay, so, but I, I want to talk about something that I found very fascinating. Well, there's a couple, so there's... There's some Star Wars stuff to talk about that isn't the Mandalorian. Did you like the Mandalorian? I feel like I should at least ask. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, I like I liked it a lot. Without going into any boring, boring, nerdy detail about this one particular thing, I will say I enjoyed it very much. Okay, I liked the opening scene that I watched. I don't know how you start that without finishing it. Uh, well, I mean, I got called away. Like I, okay. yeah, I didn't, and then I just didn't get back to it. Uh, John, that John, John Favreau, he has a. a really solid understanding of how to make something entertaining for everyone and still give all the nerds nerd boners yeah i i often wonder about his friendship with vince vaughn how that worked but (laughs) (laughs) but no i'm sorry what we really need to talk about what i really want to invest in i know you're you're on twitter in that you have uh you're at the large peter but i don't know how much time you spend on twitter i'm at free mr clark by the way just oh yeah not not very much i i follow mainly comics on that and but and mark hamill i basically follow anyone that i think will make me laugh and then i open it and like oh i got a bunch of things notices oh yep all funny and everyone is also kind of political close and then that's it for me well did you get swept up in this uh uh whole mcclunky uh conversation oh yeah 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 i got involved in that mcclunky and i um i i watched the 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 fucking scene i still don't what are you doing (laughs) well okay so let's start just in case anyone doesn't know so because here's the funny thing is i actually did again didn't watch the Mandalorian. Just want to make that clear. Did independently before I had looked on Twitter, I went and played a New Hope and skipped to around that part because I wanted okay. to see if they fucked with it. Like I was hoping mm-hmm. against hope that somehow Disney was just gonna like upload the original version. And I was trying to think of in a New Hope when I knew there was some stupid added bullshit. And I was like, you know what? When they get to. Uh, the cantina i remember they're like riding dinosaurs and shit or whatever like yeah. stupid so i knew that that was a part so i did skip to that part but i actually just watched 
the stormtroopers ride lizard dinosaurs and all of that and then got mm-hmm. mad and turned it off. But yeah, so then the whole thing is that, you know, well, infamously, it, God, this has all been talked to to death. Like the first re edit in like the 90s, George Lucas had 1997. Uh, had Greedo shoot first originally, uh, somehow and miss, and then he yeah, he's he's sitting across from a small table, yeah. And he shoots and misses wide right. Yeah, <laughs> that's like stormtrooper aim, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and like and like R- Rodians, I think have like bug eye sight. I, I just don't think there's any. It's the whole the whole thing's ridiculous. It was an effort to make Han look like less of a villain. Yeah, because even though they call him a villain and a scoundrel seventeen times throughout that trilogy, well, and it's the core of his character. Like there, that yes. just is who who he is. Because here's the thing: is he like even saying he has those things? It doesn't make him a villain to preemptively shoot someone who is about to murder him for a bounty. Well, right, I they, don't think that makes him a dick. No, I mean that's always been the implication of that scene. Is like, yeah, Greedo was either going to kill him or at least like drag him out of there like if he would come willingly but like yeah like he's in mortal danger at that point uh but uh yeah so he shoots him under the table that just makes him smart honestly like but no so george lucas not understanding the thing that he made uh fucked with it and so first he made greedo shoot first which was dumb and then he thought he would fix it by having them shoot simultaneously still not explaining why greedo has the worst name ever uh-huh. Uh, but now, so the deal is like, I guess seven years ago, right as George Lucas was getting ready to hand off this property to Disney, he was working on a 4k version of it, like converting it to 4k. And because he's George Lucas, he went, you know what? I got to tinker with this a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know they didn't like it yet, but what <clears throat> if? Greedo. What if I, re- I replace Chewbacca in every scene with Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> we we got to talk about that scene in a second, by the way. Uh, but no, so he shouts McClunky. Which some- he, says, he says McClunky. Yeah, which someone looked up, it means something in like hut ease which is like this is bad and stupid and we shouldn't have edited this and uh, i think it means fuck disney is actually Uh, okay okay right on Um, i don't know it was like so i read first i read that it said um greedo exclaims something that sounds like mcclunky (laughs) okay so then i watched the scene no it doesn't he didn't exclaim something that sounds like McClunky. <laughs> he said the word McClunky. No, he definitely said McClunky. It's <laughs> unmistakably McClunky. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, <laughs> like I said, someone said that it me- I think it means, like, so- they said that it means, like, this decision will haunt you or you will rue the day or, I, okay. I don't know, his old partner was named McClunky. He was calling out to him. <laughs> Fucking no. Give it away. Hey, McClunky, are you on the take? <laughs> Be straight with me, McClunky. We've been friends a long time. Yeah, that's what. That's the subtext is that Greedo assumes that this is a hit being carried out by McClunky, the dirty cop that he was about to turn in. To yeah, that he was calling for his backup. Internal affairs. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, yeah, because he was wearing a wire the whole time. That's what we didn't know. It was a sting operation. Uh, okay, that's how. Okay, that's how. That was his safe word. That's, that's why safe word is McClunky. Everyone's about to storm in. If he says, um, uh, 
McClunky likes eclairs. Yeah, they were going to storm the cantina, but he only he only got out McClunky. That's why it's so narratively on the nose, where he's like, you know, you, you know, you've got those illegal shipments for Jabba the Hutt in your Millennium Falcon. <laughs> So now I've got to take you in, Han Solo, who I'm talking to. That's that's why. It never made sense, but if you think about it. And then he calls McClunky. <laughs> and that's... McClunky. Yeah, and well, that's you know actually... What? Let's go Let's go have a seat across from each other at this table by the southeast entrance of this cantina <laughs> by a window. And then McClunky's actually the guy in the robes that calls into the radio uh-huh. when the Millennium Falcon's flying away. To like alert the empire. That's actually McClunky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we man. solved it. This is, you know, I. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, I got. Uh, speaking of Twitter, I uh, I woke up that that morning. Was it? It uh, Disney Plus dropped Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Yeah. So I woke up that morning, and um, I I noticed that I got alerted that Brian Posehn had just tweeted something. Uh, hey, what, what are you up to? We have to Brian Posehn. I did the math at just a little bit after midnight. Brian Posehn post a, a picture of himself in front of his TV, watching with himself. His face. Yeah, <laughs> watching himself on the TV, and he's like, <laughs> "I'm nerding out while my family's asleep," and it was pretty fucking cute. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but okay, I'm not done with this this fucking special edition. So, I want to okay. talk about. It's been in there a long time, but you know what scene I actually hate the most that they that George mm. Lucas added in a new hope it, yeah. it's the scene right after that where mm. Han is going to the Millennium Falcon and he's stopped by Jabba the Hutt right. and Jabba the Hutt if you haven't seen the scene it's CGI that was rendered by a three-year-old uh, no. in 10 minutes <laughs> it looks that scene that the scene legit took a year to edit and they were working with technology from 1997 it looks nothing like Jabba the Hutt. It, it, no. it looks like something in a sci-fi original movie quality. I mean, it could. It looks like Jabba the Hutt if between A New Hope and Jedi, <laughs> he aged 250 <laughs> years. And became like an actual being that looks three-dimensional and moves with and physics. It looks three-dimensional <laughs> and maybe he got... Uh, he's been suffering from type 2 diabetes for some time. I mean, things got rough in, what, three <laughs> years? How much time passes? Like, uh, it's, it's just getting hard, you know? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's the other thing. He doesn't look very... Mo- he doesn't look like he's leaving the palace in Return of the Jedi. Like, no, it doesn't look like he's getting up. Like, he's... Yeah. <laughs> His skin has grafted to that platform. No, he's sure. become hedonism bot at that point. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me solo. <laughs> no, but that scene, so, like, that just seems like George Lucas got fixated on. So he made this scene where Han, where originally Jabba was in it. And I've actually seen, I don't remember where, but I remember that I've seen the original footage. Maybe yeah. that was when it came out, where it's just like a guy standing there, like, saying the lines. Can I, can I ask you... Did you see the uh, New Hope laser disc, the special Pro- edition gold one? It's entirely possible. Like that's I, where I first saw it. Yeah. Is I knew someone who had. I knew a few people did, but, but I didn't remember, they? Because uh, they showed you like how they made it, right? Like was that on there? Yes, yes. They also I did, put I, that. I, I, I watched. I watched a lot of that because that was the, the yeah. early days of the internet, and I watched like him and his. Um, I say him. 
um, George Lucas and some of his programmers were, were talking via video internet thing, whatever it was then. And I watched w- way, way too many, way too many dozens of minutes watching them yeah. just have a conversation about different renderings. Yeah, well, because it's like it's a portly gentleman that is just standing. It's there. a portly like, gentleman. And he's like covered in fur. Like yeah, he has yeah. Furs on. Yeah, yeah. And he wants to like stay warm saying, there on Tatooine. It gets kind sure. of chilly. Yeah, but he's like saying the lines, and you know, Han is, and then so they just replaced in him a, in a Scottish accent, maybe. Yeah, was it that a sounds Scottish right. Burr. That sounds okay. right. All right. He's also saying the lines like in yeah. There's it's not like hut ease or whatever. He's not saying McClunky like he's, he's saying no. Yeah, no. he's saying words that are recognizable. But uh, yeah, and then they they replaced it. But it's not a good scene. Like that's what's frustrating is it seems like George Lucas just got fixated on well I always wanted this scene in here and so now I I can make it CGI and put it in there. But it's really stupid and it restates a lot of stuff that's said elsewhere. And it doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't make sense why Jabba's there. It doesn't really fit in with no, what we see it. later. I mean, you have those 1997 um, remasters, and then you got your prequels. And that is just... if you How much more proof do you need that this story in the hands of this man with no one keeping him in check is shitty? He can't do it. He never knew how to do it. Well, and that's... I mean, there's been a lot of discussion... You know, way too many discussions, honestly, about him and about the film. But, like, a lot of the stuff that I've heard of, especially about A New Hope, was that the first cut was really bad. Probably his yeah. wife was really influential in editing it down into something watchable. <laughs> like, right. she was an editor, you know, and she... Right, well, we, talk, good- we talked last week about how, how into it Spielberg was, and I think he yeah. was also influential of, like, cutting the fat. And some of um, some of the actors, as well, as far as, like, what, what they thought was right for their characters and, and things like that. All yeah. all Lucas's instincts are wrong. Like well, that's, I yeah. always wanted this scene in there and they made me cut it because it's shitty. That's what they were giving you good advice. Yeah. That movie broke box office records unexpectedly and now you're going back and saying, well, I'm going to make the one I want now. But yeah. What, how does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone liked the movie. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm amazed he hasn't gone back in and somehow dubbed someone doing a Harrison Ford impression so that now, like, Carrie Fisher goes, I love you. And he goes, I also love you. <laughs> I love you as well. <laughs> it's just and like, then, like CGI I people, lips. <laughs> like, I, I want people to see the Wampa. The scariest thing about the Wampa is you never saw it. Right. Dumbass. And everyone told you that. Yeah. I, it wasn't like, well, we didn't really have the technology. Yes, you Yes, you did. In 1980, fucking Dark Crystal. Uh, we had, like, at least one or two Muppet movies under our belt at that point. You could have made it, but it's not scary that way. Also, literally, that was because of Spielberg, like, learned that lesson on Jaws because the fucking shark didn't work. And then exactly. It was, and then like, realized, every, like, yeah. You know all this. Now I'm going to make the movies I want to make. The, these, But those are the three movies that everyone loves why are you you can't make what are you doing they're already also, successful also george lucas unchecked made the prequels like that's yes that's, that's yep. what happens when there's no I one to tell I him wanna, no you know yep i wasn't gonna go into any detail on that because we've covered it enough on this goddamn show and i probably said a lot of things detrimental to him personally if i could retract them i could but i can't anyways it still it but still, I stand by, and we all should, the fact that he doesn't know how to make those movies on his own. He just no, he really doesn't. Never, he he, he no. never did, and she, she, he got all the money. He should not get all the credit because a lot of people, well, what I don't, a lot of people's input made those movies better than than he wanted them to be. Honestly, I, 
I honestly only think the problem with that is his lack of self-awareness because he created and that I think his strength is in creating the world. Like, I think that he is a genius at creating Star Wars like of there's lightsabers mm -hmm. and this is how the planets look and this is what the aliens that exist. That stuff's mm -hmm. the shit that's iconic that he nailed. But it's mm -hmm. what to do with them. I don't think he understands story and like how to plot it. No, well. I don't think he I don't think he really understands yeah like story and character i yeah. think the the overall picture even with like i want i think this should happen at the beginning this should happen in the middle and this should happen at the end i think he's great at that too but then actually building that and putting a product on the screen it, it eludes him somehow yeah and well so this actually ties into what i really do want to talk about because i found something fascinated fascinated fascinating on Disney Plus, as I was just you want to take around. that again? Hold on, let's take that yeah. again. Okay, and three, three, two, one. I physicus fascinated. <laughs> I have, I, I have one note. Okay, <laughs> say words. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, three, two, one. McClunky. <laughs> 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 so it made me so happy that you couldn't get it out without laughing. No, it's so. It's also, by the way, I just want to say this because we, you know, obviously we took some jabs at Lucas, and God, I hope he can take it. You know, like uh -huh. <laughs> can he handle yeah. our criticism of people who didn't like Star Wars? But uh, no, just objectively, fucking hilarious to me that he made Greedo say McClunky and then handed that copy <laughs> off to Disney. Like, here you go, you own this now. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Sorry, that explosion was me burning the originals, so <laughs> you can never have a version that isn't this. <laughs> that is my question, by the way, is, uh, like, do, I guess it doesn't, right? Isn't that what he claims that there, like, aren't, there is no way to, like, have an original version at this point, supposedly. I, that's what he says. I don't know. Except for the version that I have on my computers, which I don't have because that would not be okay. But I definitely have versions on my computers that don't have all that bullshit in them. Yeah, yeah. And you definitely didn't give me copies of those. Yeah. So I, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Really. Uh, yeah, no. It was just that, like, of course he can take it. It's just like, I don't want to take any personal jabs at the guy. Just like, do, do, do like, stick to what you're good at. Right. You know? Okay. And stop thinking that you're good at this. And <laughs> yeah. then when people criticize you, don't be like, well, everybody's picking on me. Well, you made a shitty thing and then we called you um we called you out for making a shitty thing yeah and now you're you got upset that's real dumb yeah and we only got mad at you and called it a shitty thing because you made a really good thing once but so maybe put more work into figuring out why we liked the one thing and not the other thing get some people who are good at doing things that you're not good at doing and then make a good product I mean, yeah. th th this is the formula man yeah okay but all of that being said so i found something on Disney Plus that I had never seen before and I'm curious because obviously you you're more entrenched in Star Wars you were just talking about all the stuff you watched uh so I don't know if you had ever seen this before but I was not even aware it existed let alone had ever seen it if you go to a new hope and you go to the uh -huh. bonus features there are some deleted scenes and one of those deleted scenes is called Tashi Station and that blew my mind <clears throat> I, I didn't know there was ever a scene of Luke going to Tashi Station. Yeah, I read a bit of that. I read a portion of that in um in, in the original script. Um, you know, these pages would come out of like 
uh, we we like we didn't even get around to shooting the scene, but I wrote it. I and then like rewrote it three times, and we were going to shoot it, but then we didn't shoot it. But these are the pages, you know. No, but they, it's, and it's funny because Mark Hamill has some of those lines still memorized <laughs> to this day, and he can just spout them out if you ask him. But it's this not, was shot. This is a scene I watched it. It, oh no shit yeah okay so God. great you no. so this is what you need to do again this is what i did yeah. instead of watching the mandalorian worth it uh-huh. it's what all of, all of you should have done yes, so yes, so yes. i'm gonna you describe this a, a 40 year old thing that, <laughs> okay that actually never got properly edited but it's fascinating i'm telling you okay. qu- stop this podcast right now and go watch it um that's Me? yeah Should yeah, yeah, stop, yeah stop. Kidding? okay okay uh, no, but okay. So I'm going to describe it because you can't you can't stop the show. But as soon as it's over, you should go watch it. But it opens with Luke Skywalker wearing a floppy bucket hat, and he's like outside, and he's like looking through binoculars, and then it's like kind of wacky. Like he kind of wacky like talks to a droid, and then he like heads inside Tashi Station, which I have spent a lot of time over the years imagining what Tashi Station looks like. I don't know what you imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, I oh I always imagined another shitty looking building look like like it's made out of wet sand, <laughs> a bunch yeah. of assholes hanging out. For some reason, I like to imagine that it looked like I don't know Walmart or something like that. It's oh, okay. uh, shelves <laughs> and carts. Uh, but no, you no, nailed all, it. All the all the small towns we've ever seen or been described to us in Tatooine pretty much fit that bill. But no, you nailed it. It it looks like a shitty like you know mud wall building. Uh-huh. Uh That it's just but so here's what happens. So Luke Skywalker goes inside and he has friends. Luke has friends that are hanging out, which mm-hmm. obviously we know because Uncle Owen has already said that after he yes. infamously says, "But I'm supposed to go to Taji Station to get power converters." Uh huh. Uh, but so he's there and there's like a guy and a girl and the girl kind of like playfully takes his binoculars and they're talking. And then, you know who else is there? Hmm. Biggs. Biggs is there? Oh, Biggs is there. Biggs is there. He's wearing a fucking cape. Okay. okay. Uh, we're, we're ending this show early. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, by the way, I, this is a good point to tell you. So. I got home uh, the night of of Monday, the 11th, and immediately, you know, because I'm on the West Coast, like it was after midnight. And I was like, let me see if this, uh, you know, Disney Plus is here. And it was, and I downloaded it. And that's why I watched. So I watched Bow first. And then I was just like, I'm just going to watch something else short and then go to bed. And I watched this scene. I woke up the next morning and I was telling Molly about it. And also, like, hmm. it was in the morning. So, like, everything was kind of buggy and things weren't loading. I had a moment where I was like... Yeah. Did I really watch this? And Molly was even yeah. kind of doing that. If she was like, "Are you?" Like sure she, you she had like already dream? started like l- looking up homes nearby. Old man's <laughs> lost it. Yeah, <sighs> fucking Biggs is wearing a cape. Shut up. That didn't happen. <laughs> but no, yeah, so he's this st- thing isn't even loading. I'm calling a car. <laughs> <laughs> we we never downloaded Disney Plus. <laughs> you never got it. Disney's been dead for thirty years. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Longer, but. Uh, no, so Biggs is wearing a cape for some reason, which is already amazing. And they're talking and like, it, it's insane because it also filled in something that I'll admit to you again, this is where you're going to tell me mm-hmm. like, oh, you didn't understand that. But I never really understood when Luke says that he was joining the Academy, like what that meant. It, it, because like, I never was sure if that meant he was joining the Empire or not. But like, this scene mm-hmm. kind of makes that clear that Biggs is like talking about, he's saying like, he basically like pulls Luke aside and he's like, "Hey, can I tell you something? 
I, you know, I'm getting ready to go off. To, like, I think he's been at the Academy, but he came back to visit. He's on like spring break or something. I don't know, whatever. Like he's, he's on a leave and he's back home. And, but he's like, I just want to tell you something. I made some friends and we have this plan. When we get to this certain location, we're all going to like <clears throat> jump ship and we're going to join the rebels. And he's like, I want you to know because I just want someone here to know what happened. Like in case it doesn't work out, I want you to be aware of it. But that like filled in a lot of information for me because like I never really was clear on that. Like because Luke just kind of has a throwaway line about, you know, wanting to join the Academy and Uncle Owen wants him to keep waiting because they got to farm that moisture. Yeah. Even with all those evaporators. Moisture evaporators. (laughs) Um, That's. That's a that's really cool. I didn't I didn't know that I actually didn't know that footage existed. I'm excited yeah. to see that. That sounds rad. Well, and it's so I just have a couple more. I have a lot of thoughts on this scene. One, I loved okay. it. Be- oh boy. Okay. Well, no, I loved it because I think it ties into what you and I have talked about a lot, and we talked about it when we saw the Last Jedi, which is I never felt like I understood who Luke Skywalker was. Like He never really made sense to me as a character. And this kind of ties into everything we were just saying about George Lucas. But I felt like this scene, and it's really, I think a lot of it credit to Mark Hamill because he's really given something different to play. And he really gets a chance to like play Luke as a teenager in this Mm. scene. And I I loved it. Like I loved seeing it. He's a lot like looser. He's a lot more personality in general. And I, I like, I liked it. Also, I don't know, like, Look, man, we started by talking about the sexist men. We started the show sexy, so I'm just going to keep it true. There's a little okay. bit of sexual tension with him and Biggs. Like, like Biggs is wearing a cape, and they're kind of like, it feels intimate. It's intimate, yeah. like the way they're talking. Like, I was kind of like, I'm, you know, wasn't Did really. You see any of that, like, that 70s man bush? Well, <laughs> I mean, he's got like the 70s mustache, and like, he's got a lot of machismo oh, okay. with that cape, and he just like, because he goes up to Luke, he's like, Hey Luke, can I tell you a secret? And you're like, oh, oh where's this going? <laughs> Biggs, you're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that that is cool, and he does bring. You know, it's so funny because I always liked Mark Hamill because uh, he's uh, he was a, uh, the only thing I had seen him in aside from Star Wars was um, uh, a Lee Marvin World War II movie uh, called The Big Red One. And I liked him so much in that and disliked Luke Skywalker so much. Like, I knew Luke Skywalker was important, but look who you were surrounded by. Like, yeah. like Princess Leia and Han Solo and Chu fucking Baka, and Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yoda. And it's like, Luke was always just the vessel that carried the story along. And you're like, you also feel like Luke's, I don't know, he has enough power. Like, if Luke shows up, everything will be okay. He knows how to do shit. He's good at, like, flying and fighting and stuff, I guess. But he's he, a giant dork the whole time. Yeah, well, and especially <clears throat> in that first movie, he is so whiny. Like, the whole time. The, I, you know what? And I get that. I actually get that character trait because he's been stuck on that Fakakta farm in the middle yeah. of the desert his whole goddamn life. If he tries to do anything... Stupid Uncle Owen just throws his gut around and is like, you're not doing that. We got a work to do. Break, 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 break. And yeah. so, you know, I, I kind of get why why he's whiny. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Mark Hamill really drew something out of that character that wasn't there. And it was really much pretty much just like a 70s dork becoming a 70s dork who knows what the hell he's doing. Right. And and again, I mean, that's why I, you know, will forever love The Last Jedi because that's the movie where I feel like 
I understand who Luke Skywalker is. There's actually yep. a complete character that is both on the page and played by Mark Hamill. And it's maybe not the the version of the character I expected and certainly not the version Mark Hamill is expected because he's talked about that of like, you know, but right. it's it's clear and it's I really like it. And that last scene is fucking amazing because because, again, I, I think the best scene for Luke, period, in the original trilogy is actually the mm-hmm. opening of Return of the Jedi. Just the best Luke scene, pure sure. Luke, because like he's a Jedi and you get to see him and like you get a sense of who he is and where he's ended up. And then the yeah, rest of yeah, that kind of I didn't like he it was so good Th- that that first act of Jedi is so good. He what I like about it is that I think it does end up on the page, but he plays it much better than it's written. In my oh, opinion, yeah. I don't mean to shit on a screenwriter or anything, but he, he has to play it up because Luke knows that he's not actually a Jedi. He can do things yeah. that Jedi can do, but not as well as an actual Jedi because well, he didn't finish his training and there's no one to finish it for him. What's amazing about that scene, and I do think this is credit to Mark Hamill because it has to be in the way that he plays it, is it's clear that he's pretending to be like the scene yeah. makes it known that he's not he quite as good he has to bluff not only does yeah. he have to bluff he has to know that everyone in that room will buy it except for the one person that matters job of the fucking hut right so he can't sell it to him but he has to look like he is trying to sell it to him but somehow that's all conveyed like you understand that he's putting this on as a show but also yeah. you see that he's grown from where he's like it's the most can, impressive he he's ever been yeah. yeah pretty much he can he can intimidate most anybody except for job of the hut and that's yeah. the person he needs to so now he's got to come up with something else in between him and r2 and that might be it i guess leia was part of that plan i still don't know if shit didn't go down the way it did oh, well, what the backup well, plan was <laughs> We've that's a whole other pod. We had that podcast discussion where we tried to parse out everyone's plan. It, I didn't we land on the idea that no one talked, that they all just independently showed up yeah. with their own yeah, like Lando's show, yeah, in disguise, but he didn't yes. tell anyone that he's undercover. And Leia yeah, yeah, just tried yeah. to do her own thing that fell apart. Like Lando, you've been here for a year. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to come up with something, baby. I, I was just waiting for a chance to signal to you guys. Just also, trying to signal. Also, I've I got distracted because I have been cleaning up here. I am just crushing ass. <laughs> no one. I'm. I am with. I'm not even. I, I'm not even being conceited here. It's for real. I am the sexiest thing on this planet, <laughs> and the bar is low. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. My yeah, favorite, also, by the way, other favorite part of that scene, just as a side note, and this is why I think they fucked up with the CGI. I love that Jabba's kind of low key falling asleep the whole time. Yeah. It's yeah, really adorable. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that whole, that whole, that whole thing was really good. Yeah, it's, it's good just, stuff. I, but no, so, sorry, that was all to say, watch the Tashi Station scene. It's fascinating to me. It's the most fascinating, like, I, I don't know. It's I can understand why they cut it because I don't see where you would put it, honestly. Cause there was yeah, some, I can see it. And that, and that movie comes in, at I think, at almost a perfect 120 minutes. And yeah. even, like, by today's standards, that's kind of 
as far as epics go, they don't, that's the minimum. But uh, mm-hmm. then in 1977, you don't, you don't often get two hour movies that aren't, um, that aren't being, you know, nominated for best picture or some shit like that. So I also, I want to say it's almost like an hour before they even leave uh tatooine <laughs> like, it's a minute like, they're on tatooine for a minute you often you think that last sequence is long but it's not they no. spend most of their time on tatooine and on the death star yeah and then and then they, they are not attacking it for all that long <laughs> no <laughs> which also because that goes to i had heard that that scene was originally a mess like when it was first put together like that's where people tend yeah, to I credit heard that too like the yeah. they didn't um it looks kind of goofy if you think about it but originally they didn't have any of the um uh the point of view uh in you know, facing the pilots of the of the x-wings or the attack squadron because i think there were some bombers in there too um they didn't have them moving and if you think about it they probably wouldn't be you see them kind of bobbing up and down like you put a quarter yeah. in the pony machine yeah. outside the grocery store <laughs> and which and they don't fly like that you can see them flying and there are ships in space they wouldn't be doing that but when they filmed it someone said that that fucking doesn't look right they're just yeah. sitting there it looks flat and you can say yeah. like i you can make them like move their arms and stuff but they're still they're just sitting there they have to be moving around yeah. with something well cuz it's like like you can get away with a car with a green screen because the there's enough the motion the background's moving yeah but in yeah. space, there's not really anything to show movement. It's yeah, there's not, there's no clouds. Yeah, you know, all the stars are so far away. They're not so you have to show some sort of movement. Other because when they're when they're not attacking, you do just kind of like see them sat there and he's clicking buttons and he's talking to R two or whatever, and then it's fine. But when they're actually attacking and you're showing their faces, they're just it'd be like watching you and I right now have this fucking conversation. That's why I like to move the camera. Every once in a while, while we're talking. Yeah, yeah. It's it actually it makes me it makes me motion sick. Um, yeah, but it seems to work for you creatively, so I haven't said anything. <laughs> well, because I I like to imagine that this conversation is happening in space. <laughs> uh, I got one more uh, thing that I watched that wasn't the Mandalorian. Okay, just to <laughs> you know, I can't believe it. Like I, I, I this was okay. Go ahead. Uh I ended up watching The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, sure. Yeah. Look, okay, for real, this show can't take more sex. (laughs) This has been a very horny show, and I think we need to take – I thought we were taking our foot (laughs) off the pedal. I just – I want to recommend this show because it's – I'll recommend it for this reason – Watch this show with the idea of these are the scenes they chose to show, which makes you wonder. And I'm not saying that as a knock. It's just the weirdest, like, it kind of feels like they just filmed Jeff Goldblum and tried to get him to make a TV show. I would also believe that, like, he thought he was making, like, a doc, like, uh, Mm -hmm. a a TV, like, uh, fuck, like, a uh, you know, not what he was making. Like, that didn't work. (laughs) That failed at me trying to thread that needle. But, like... You want to try that one again? No. Uh, (laughs) 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 McClung... gets funnier. Uh, No, but he, like... At one point, he just... So, the the episode is... He's going to take a deeper look into sneakers. He's really... He's going to talk to us about about making sneakers. He's... He's going to try to understand sneaker culture at whatever, 62 years yeah. old. And in the same way that it sounds like I made up the Tashi Station scene, it's going to sound like I made this up. But there's a moment in that episode where he is playing street basketball uh, with a, a lot of people in their 20s. And he starts to tell a story of how his uncle 
was gonna be in the NBA. Like that people told him he was good enough to play in the NBA and then just trails off without finishing that story. That's incredible. It was it a bad <laughs> cut or were they on him the whole time? No, they're on him the whole yeah. time. He seems uh, like he he's just... going to be in um, uh, the uh, 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 NBA. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And later he shows a fo- he. The thing is, he tries to start that story again a second time. It has a photo of his uncle that time, but still, it doesn't go. There isn't a story. <laughs> it's that he almost played in the NBA or could have. He also says that he was his height, but then does the, the show makes no effort to really tell you how tall he is. He seems tall, but I don't know. Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. Jeff Goldblum's like six four and a half. But that's not even that's not even NBA height. Like that's still No, no. I mean But I guess maybe when his know. uncle was He could be Allen Iverson. Yeah, that's true. Uh there's also a part where he learns how to do shoe unboxing YouTube videos. <sighs> this sounds this sounds like the most incredible show. I can't. I wish I had watched this instead. Yeah, of I'm it. telling you, I made the right choices. I was like, you know what? Well, I was like, the Mandalorian's gonna my, be there. The thing, the thing <laughs> I said was a joke. <laughs> I'm just saying you're that, taking yourself serious. I'm just saying the Mandalorian's there. You have all of Disney's catalog, and you're gonna like they're they're only releasing one yeah, episode I at have a time. All of Disney's catalog, so I'm gonna watch the newest, most anticipated thing that I want to watch the most. Okay, but I'm just telling you, watch the way Jeff Goldblum walks and then realize that it's weird and realize that you kind of can't remember if you've ever seen Jeff Goldblum walk in a movie and maybe there's a reason because Jeff Goldblum's natural walk is real weird and bouncy. I can't. I can't think of the way he walks. It's it, because they actually do a part. He goes to like the Adidas factory and they, they have a way for athletes that they watch the impact. And I, I thought he was doing a bit, but then he keeps walking weird the whole time. Okay. The only time I can recall him walking is when he won in, in the fly, when he won that girl in an arm wrestling contest and then takes her back <laughs> to his apartment to deconstruct her DNA. Also the, the uh, street basketball uh, guys that he hangs out with, they all have nicknames and he asks what his nickname would be. And they, they say it's the fly. It's good yeah, stuff. That's rad. That's a really good basketball name. That is. Yeah. Right. Like it's, I'm telling you, don't watch the Mandalorian. Watch this instead. I mean, watch what you want, but I, I, st- I stand by, I watched the thing that I wanted to watch, and I, and I don't know how you started it without continuing, because it gets really interesting really quick. I just think I'm getting more out of my Disney Plus experience okay. than you. Now it's clear. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot our dynamic. You're not watching it because you want to be a dick. <laughs> I honestly just didn't get a chance to finish it. It do wasn't only, intentional. Do you only watch yeah. Disney stuff if someone invites you to the theater early and you get to see it before everyone else? Is I, that why you watch the stuff? I did get invited to a screening of Frozen 2. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I hope it answers all the questions. Uh, by the by the way, I'm at I'm at 52 minutes over here. We might want to wrap it up because my phone's dying. Oh, oh. prematurely. I was looking for the one of the reasons I was late, I was looking for my charger. It turns out Julia actually took accidentally took it to work with her. Oh, so I had no way to charge my phone. Oh no. All right. Well, I guess yeah. Do we have any parting thoughts? How how should we wrap this up? Well. <laughs> Here's some things you should you should know. If we take away anything from this episode, um, um, every, it, it, it's hard not to get horny. 
Uh, <laughs> Joel, Joel's kind of a jerk on purpose to me, and we still haven't figured out why. And there, um, Disney, Disney Plus has lots of cool content and also special features. I like, it's, this isn't even a plug for them. Everyone fucking knows. If you, if you were gonna get it, you were gonna get it before you listen to this, but it's actually pretty rad. They could have half-assed this. Yeah. And you probably would have been okay with it. It doesn't look like they did. No, I mean, they could have made it more difficult to navigate and or lazier. But yeah, no, they, I, they're, they're fucking good at what they do. Like, they, yeah. And yeah, it, it seems like they listen, they listen to the audience. Speaking of listening to the audience, um, our next week's show will be one hour of us talking about whatever the fuck the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is because. I think about it way too often. Not even a big fan of Sonic the Hedgehog or Jim Carrey. I just, I can't stop thinking about it. What I want to say is that <clears throat> all of us should individually find an animator who worked on Sonic the Hedgehog and buy them a beer and hug them and go, I'm sorry. Because I'm sure the last few months of fixing from whatever the fuck the first design was to the one that we all like now was hell or or find those few designers who made that original trailer and put it out so that when they released the actual trailer everyone was super happy with it do you know who i heard i think happened you know who i heard was behind that i don't know mcclunky (laughs) and and remember kids (laughs) question everything mcclunky
Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. We have to ask. It's a podcast where we answer the question, are you going to eat that? What will you leave behind? Why get out of bed? Will you be our neighbor? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite Universes. We We have have to ask. ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehavetoask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peak Sloth Network at peaksloth.com. Peaksloth.com.